All right, all right. What's going on, y'all? SSP in the building. So it's AJ, Danny D, Cracking Brews, Talking Flicks. You know what's up? Let's get it. I want to welcome you guys to the very first um, video representation of Sorte South Podcast. It's not a podcast episode. If D's not here, it's not a podcast episode. So let me start by saying that. But this is the first ever video representation of what we like to do here in our stew, our new stew right here in Sorte South Podcast. Um, video podcasting is something that we've been wanting to do for a very long time. Uh, it's just, you know, it's been nerve wracking. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's been, it's been nerve wracking because, um, you know, having to speak into the mic and then having to be seen and recorded and then everybody, you know what I mean? The, the, the pressure of them connecting with you, you know what I'm saying? It, it ain't easy, but we're, we're finally taking those steps. Um, you guys have been great film community everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Y'all have been great. Y'all been supporting us, uh, for the last three years. Uh, the love is felt so we figure that we, we we have some confidence now we can take that next step into uh our podcasting career so um we appreciate y'all for that so that's that's what we're doing right here we're taking baby steps today we're going to discuss the last four movie uh, movies i've watched on letterbox uh, i'm going to read each review and then i'm going to just quickly break down what i thought of each film hopefully there's something in here that i can recommend to you guys i'm gonna try to see if there's one um, we're going to hit you guys with a couple of updates on what's to come with Sorte South Podcast. And uh, we're going to let you know about Battle of the Movies if you're not familiar with that. But before we do any of that, I want to let you guys know if you like movies and you just like all things movies, not just like reviews, DVDs or anything, movie news, updates, podcasts. If you like humor, definitely check us out on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Sorte South underscore podcast. Um definitely subscribe to this youtube channel we're gonna start bombarding this channel with lots of movie content so subscribe to this channel right now we have 599 subscribers so let me get 599 likes can we please get 599 likes like i'm getting loose right now one reason why the pre-games usually every wednesday you know what i'm saying has me loose let me uh let me start by saying that we are also going to be dropping these uh video representations not only on youtube but they're going to show up on spotify or anywhere you catch your podcast so make sure you guys look for that um everywhere uh but definitely subscribe to this channel uh the content's about to start pumping out we're excited for this we feel like we're taking the right step in the right direction a lot of other podcasters are on video and so i think it's time for ssp to start getting up in there you know what i'm saying but uh here's what we're going to do we're going to get into some of the updates on what's to come with sorte south podcast um and then we're going to jump into the uh movies that i want to review our next episode is going to be uh episode 27 we are going to be dropping it uh i want to say I want to say Thanksgiving Day, Black Friday, around that time, we're going to be drafting five must-have food items on Thanksgiving and five must-have desserts. What completes a Thanksgiving dinner for you guys? What completes a Thanksgiving dinner for you guys? Um, Danny D and myself, we have been working extremely hard on this one. It's not as easy as we thought it was going to be because it's like, yo, we love food. Who doesn't like food? We love sweets and desserts. Who doesn't like that? But we have to narrow it down to five. Like, what do you need to have 
at the Thanksgiving table for you to keep piling up your plate, going back for seconds, going back for thirds, and then getting full, letting it settle, letting it settle, and then going to the uh, dessert table and piling that one up. What are five desserts that's going to keep you happy every year at Thanksgiving? And what are the five must-have food items? So we're going to be discussing that. We might drop a couple of uh, movies uh, for you guys as well. That's going to be episode 27. Like I said, it's going to drop either Thanksgiving Day or Black Friday or around that time. So um, that's lo- definitely look for that. Um, don't miss out on any of those contents or those episodes coming out. Um, so, again, subscribe. Uh, give us a like, comment below what movies you want to talk about, comment below what you think of this video, you know what I'm saying? All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get into now the uh, four movies that I want to review real quick. The last four that I watched, got my letterbox right here. Um, uh, let me see here. We have I Care A Lot. That was a movie I watched on Netflix, came out in 2020. Um, starring Rosamund Pike, Peter Dinklage, Nia Gonzalez, Diane West. If you don't know Diane West, I, I I was look. I was watching this movie and I was looking. I was just like, she looks so familiar. I know her from something. She's been in the Mule with Clint Eastwood that came out mm, around around the same time, 2018, 2019, 2020. And it's Ava, the Avon lady from Edward Scissorhands. That's why I definitely reckon, uh, recognized her. I was looking at the movie and I'm just like, I know that smile, that beautiful, scary, sinister smile. Like in this movie, it was sinister, but in any other film, The Mule and Edward Scissorhands, beautiful smile. <laughs> so um, that's the first movie I want to get into, Rosamund Pike. Um, she's phenomenal in this movie, man. She's come a long ways. But. Um, a court-appointed legal guardian defrauds her older clients and traps them under her care. But her latest mark comes with some unexpected baggage, and that is Diane West. So what she does in this movie is pretty much trick the court, tricks the judge, manipulates the system. She's buddy-buddy with a lot of doctors. Um, they really don't explain how she's cool with all these doctors, but these doctors are on par with her. It's kind of like, a uh, uh, one hand shakes the other, you know, she, uh, she got money. Um, she has connections. These doctors, they want to, uh, move up the food chain. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, they work with her by being, you know, frauds. <laughs> so what she does when she gets that court order, um, she has these elders placed in her care. And she convinces the judges that these elders can't take care of themselves. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know how she's able to pull it off. It doesn't even, it's not legal, but it sounds like you can't pull that off without the court. Like, shouldn't the court just assign their own doctors to see for themselves? I mean, I guess that's what they did with Rosamund Pike. I, I don't know. But the movie is fire, by the way. The tension is real. So she's having a good old time just, uh, you know, making money off these residents, uh, off these elders, senior citizens, um, until she comes across Diane West's character. And Diane West's character, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Her name is Jennifer Peterson. Turns out found out that's not really her name, but Jennifer Peterson. Jennifer Peterson has uh, connections with the Russian mafia. That's why Rosamund Pike's character, uh, Maria... Marla, excuse me, 
um that's why she's in overhead with this one like this one here is a dangerous uh elder you do not want to mess with like she has money she's powerful and she's protected she has a great lawyer i mean uh marla's a great lawyer herself you know what i'm saying she knows how to manipulate the system like that's all i gotta say you you gotta come correct if you're gonna be able to win a court case against her um but again i thought this movie was great man this movie was funny this movie was serious at the same time. It got real. And I, I just love the tension behind this movie, man. Like there was it was a rivalry between Jennifer Peterson and Marla. Um, and and it got physical. It got dangerous, very, very dangerous. And um, this is definitely uh, crime vibes are in this one. The drama is in this one. You're going to laugh. I think this movie is great. It's on Netflix. If you haven't seen this one, this movie uh, came out in 2020. Um, this is a movie out the pack that I definitely recommend. I, I was going to re recommend Eat Mine. That's going to be another one that I uh, talk about. But I think if we're talking all across the board, uh, I care a lot. I was at my parents' house watching this one. Me and my mother, uh, she loves this movie. She just kept telling me as I was like reading about it and watching the trailer. She's just like, I love this movie, Jason. I really love this movie. I'm just like, all right, all right, all right. I believe you. <laughs> my mom, she knows good movies too. Um, so the review I wrote for it, I said that this movie right here was outstanding. The tension was there. The boundaries were crossed. That made it personal. On one side, you have someone who's just trying to survive in a world she sees as unfair. And on and on the other side, the untouchables. That's Jennifer uh, Peterson. Mm -hmm. Rosamund Pike was amazing on her role, coming, conning these seniors and manipulating her way to the top. She was badass, too. Chris Mancino proved to be a great rival in her to her and a Sam Rockwell style. And Diane West is always fabulous, showing us a different side while still being a sweet lady with that beautiful smile. So sinister. This movie I recommend to everyone. Like I said, this movie is great all across the board to everybody. Uh, Chris Mancina, he was great, man. He, I love Sam Rockwell. He reminded me of Sam Rockwell. I think Sam Rockwell could have been in this movie as well. Uh, he could have played that role as uh, Jennifer uh, Peterson's lawyer. Um, but yeah, definitely check that movie out. It's on Netflix. Amazing movie, man. I gave it five stars. Maybe that's a little high. I loved it, though. I gave it five stars. My mom, my mom backs me up. Uh, oh, gosh. Here we go. This next movie, man. I don't know why I did this to myself. I saw it in 2017 in theaters when it came out with my girlfriend at the time. And um, I didn't like it at all. Thought it had one good part. Um, so I rewatched it again, November 1st, 2023, and it's still just, uh, uh. and for this movie to have an outstanding cast, Russell Crowe, Tom Cruise, um, what's the mummy's name? Uh, Sophia Boutella, Jake Johnson, Courtney B. Vance, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the cast was, was pretty, pretty damn good. This movie just didn't hit Annabelle Wallace. This movie just didn't hit. Uh, mm, excuse me. Oh boy, this video podcasting, man. It's a whole different swag. Um, but I'm talking about the 2017's The Mummy, directed by Alex Kortzman. Welcome to a new world of gods and monsters. Uh, though safely entombed in a crypt deep beneath the unforgiving 
desert, an ancient queen whose destiny is unjustly taken from her is awakened in our current day, bringing with her malevolence grown over millennia and terrors that defy human comprehension. Okay, sounds good, right? Is it? Is it good? Because the only time I saw vengeance, the only time I saw her anger was when she finally escaped the clutches of whatever freaking Russell Crowe's crew were trying to do. They chained her down. The only time she showed her anger and her her vengeance was when she escaped and walked out into the streets of Egypt, I guess, and destroyed that town with like all the dust and the sand, and she put her face on the sand. That scene right there was one of the best scenes I've ever seen in any mummy movie. The first one, second one, third one, and and this one being the fourth. I love that scene. I'm a huge fan of the the face on the sand. I love that stuff. But outside of that, this movie, this movie was eh. You know what I mean? And I, I like Tom Cruise. Uh, I haven't seen too many movies with Tom Cruise still to this day. But uh, the movies that I've seen Tom Cruise, I really like. So I'm like, ah, you know what? When I saw this in theaters the first time, I was like, ah, ah, the movies might be fire. But it let me down twice. It let me down twice. I don't think I'm going to revisit this one. You know, uh, I might revisit it one more time, get it in 4K to see if it looks better and I might be into it. But nah. So uh, I gave it two and a half stars. And I said that, eh, just an eh. I love the moment movies with Brendan Fraser a lot. Definitely my favorites. So I went into this one expecting it to be stunning. Newer graphics, Tom Cruise, and possibly a better story. But no. I just wasn't impressed. The only scene that I really liked, and I just said this, and enjoyed was the scene when Aminette finally escaped and used the dust to destroy the town. I'm a huge fan of the face on the sand and really enjoyed seeing that come together and all the havoc it caused. Everything else, eh. Like that's that's the story of um Tom Cruise of the Mummy. And I'm mad about it because I love all those classic universal monsters. You know, I got the uh figures right here on the side of uh Bella Lugosi, um Lon Chaney, you know, Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein, all that crap. Um and so, you know, when they were, it, it, they can come out with another Mummy movie. They're going to come out with a sequel to this one. I am going to go see this movie. I'm probably going to see it not in theaters, but on the freaking fire stick that my father hooked up. Because I I, I don't want to get sidetracked, but I don't really go to the movie theaters anymore because uh, I'll be getting gassed off the trailers. And um, the movie just doesn't end up being the same. So I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So I probably would not be going to the theaters to see movies for a while. We're going to get into a movie theater that I absolutely love a little bit later on. We're going to stay on track, uh, but definitely disappointed in The Mummy. Up next is Eatmon, the first one from 2008. Donnie Yen It's my guy. Um, I give this movie four and a half stars. Might be a little biased because... I love Kung Fu movies. I absolutely love them. If the fighting's there, crappy story, crappy dialogue, it don't matter. If the fighting's fire, the movie's fire. But it can't be, it got to be, you know, a lot of acrobatics involved in these uh, Kung Fu movies. You know what I'm saying? I was just watching a, a Jet Li one about like like two, three months ago. I forgot the name of it. Uh, the dialogue was trash. The story was trash. But the fighting, the weapon, woo, the weaponry, the skills, mm, great, great. Wouldn't recommend that movie because, like I said, man, the dialogue and the acting and the story was 
It was garbage. So, you know, I can't give it four stars. But um, Eatmon, however, four and a half stars. Donnie Yen is a legend. He literally, he's literally Eatmon. He's Eatmon to me. My man got hands. <laughs> he don't play. He doesn't even got to strike you to, to beat your ass. My bad, ma. My bad. But he doesn't even got to punch you in the face, kick you in the damn stomach, or anything like that. He'll just, like, you know, he'll block you with his, like, shoulder. You know what I'm saying? And he'll just, like, use that force that you used on him right back at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right back at you. And, like, you know, if necessary, he will lay hands on you. And he lays hands on these Japanese soldiers who claim to know Kung Fu. they garbage, man. They're a bunch of bootleggers. You know what I'm saying, baby? A bunch of bootleg DVDs. They ain't got hands. They're beating down on like uh, uh, level one uh, uh, martial artists and stealing their food. You know, these people got to fight for food in this movie when the Japanese infiltrate and try to take over China. And Eatmon's being humble. Eatmon can fight. I think he got hit one time in this movie by the leader. And it wasn't even like a full hit. It was like a, it was like one of those. And Eatmon's just like, what? Anyways, Eatmon, he got hands. So he's had enough because people are trying to feed their families. The Chinese are trying to feed their families and they got to win a fight against these Japanese people who are trying to like invent a new way of Kung Fu. He must not have it, man. He's just like, yo, fight me. I'll fight next. Watching this movie the first time, I was just like, oh, shit. Excuse my language, ma. So it got real there. He he took on everybody. He was just like, I'll fight them all. <laughs> he's like, yo, I'll fight them all. And I'm back here like, yo, these these dudes got hands, man. I know they're beating down on, like, little dudes, but mm, some of the people that you didn't hit immediately are getting beat down in five seconds. Eatmon, you sure that's smart? I fight them all for a bag of rice. <laughs> He's going to take on the whole Japanese army for a bag of rice. This guy's insane. And he doesn't get a hit not one time. He beats them down. He's not just, like, using defense. He's using defense, too, and he's laying hands on them. But the way he lays hands on them, it is so foul. It's they deserve it, but it is foul. Like I'm talking like I'm beating you from your face all the way down to your to your to your uh uh trachea. Now I'm coming for your collarbone, now your breastbone, now now I'm just punching your lungs and your liver is all up in there, and I'm going down your calf muscle, your Achilles, I'm gonna tear up too. Eatmon's not playing. So then he beats them all down. The Japanese leader sitting in his throne, he's just like. You know what I mean? It's just like, that's he going to slap you in the face and make you look like that. Eatmon, he challenges Eatmon. Eatmon beats him down. End of story. I love this movie, man. If you guys are fans of martial, art movie, martial arts movies, definitely check this one out. My review, I said, Donnie Yen has turned the legend of Master Eep into his own. He is, he is the legend. <clears throat> Known all over town for his teachings and being the martial arts champion. When Japanese soldiers invade China, forcing uh, a lot of the locals to fight for survival, Eatmon steps in to take back what's theirs. Great action, insane work from Donnie Yen and the stunt team. Give the stunt team a lot of props in this movie, man. Uh, and the last movie, I watched this one November 5th. All right. When you see this, it's going to be the 7th. Now, I might post this today on the 6th. I, I, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'm just, I'm just excited to record. You know what I'm saying, South Nation? I'm trying to come up with a name for you guys. A little dub name, South Nation. Uh, that's all I got right now, y'all. I gotta talk to D to get the juices going, but or maybe drink some more wine. 
But um, I watched this movie on the 5th, November 5th, 2023. I give this movie three and a half stars. A Haunting in Venice. That's the name of it, right? Yeah, Haunting in Venice. I was watching this one on a um, Fire Stick. Maybe I shouldn't say that on YouTube because you know, motherfuckers know I now, now I'd be pirating some of these movies. I can't go to the theaters. What do you want me to do? I can't go to the theaters. So I'll pirate though. I don't care. <laughs> Haunting in Venice. Um, I gave it three and a half stars. I liked it. I don't care. Um, it's a strong three and a half stars because I ended up enjoying it. I'm going to watch it again. Um, because I was going in expecting it with, you know, with the haunting and the title to be supernatural, demonic, maybe more horror than it was. This was more of a detective movie. So we have, um, our main character, I forgot his name, um, Hercule or something like that. Hercule. Um, he's, he's there to debunk. A medium who's said to be a fraud. Tina Fey's in this movie, and she's an uh, author, and she's won so many prizes and awards for her books. So she's there to back up the medium, but um, Hercule is there to debunk the whole thing. So it starts off as uh, I'm here to show you in the world that you're not really what you're about, and then it turns into a murder mystery. So it's a mystery. But then it turns into a murder mystery. So that kind of threw me off because he does sort of get the job done. But something else happens. A murder. And so it started feeling like mur murder on the Orient Express, death on the Nile and crap like that. So uh, first time I watched it, I was definitely just like, wait, hold on. Where, where's, where's the ghostly stuff at? And they do a good job. They kind of give you somewhat vibes of the ghost. And in a way... Uh, they do it by hallucinations, by, um, you know, uh, uh, you, you, you are in your head about your own demons. You're overthinking a lot. So it's kind of like that, you know, when you're in thought with yourself, soliloquies, those are the things that they exaggerate inside each character's head to kind of give you that horror vibe. I don't even think this movie is a horror. Uh, hmm. Love video podcasting, man. I'm going to say that right now. I had to kind of like warm up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Haunting in Venice. I got to go to IMDb to really see what we're doing here. Crime, drama, horror, mystery, thriller. Wow, that's a lot of uh, genres. But crime for sure. Drama, horror, mystery, thriller. All right, yeah, yeah. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. Um, I got to watch it again. I think I can rate this movie a lot higher. Danny D gave it four stars. I gave it three and a half. So we're not too far off. Uh, I gave it three and a half stars and not four or five because I was expecting it to be a scary movie based off the trailer. So I don't trust trailers. I don't know if you guys do. Um, I thought it was going to be a scary movie. I thought it was going to be straight up horror, horror drama, not a horror mystery, not a horror mystery thriller, not a drama horror mystery thriller. So um, this movie, though, in post-World War II Venice, I can't even say this guy's name. Hercule, now retired and living in his own exile, reluctantly attends a seance. Seance. <laughs> but when one of the guests is murdered, it's up to the former detective to once again uncover the killer. So that's what I'm saying. He's there to um, attend a uh, 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 medium's ritual, and then it goes sideways when somebody dies. So he's there to solve the crime. Um, 
again, I got to watch again. Three and a half stars. Here's my review. Uh, didn't really get horror vibes from this movie at all. There's definitely a small feel of ghostly presence, but it's more along the lines of what Hercule Purot said. We cannot hide from our ghosts, whether they're real or not. Mm. There's secrets in this movie that will surprise you. Not a huge shock or reveal, but one I didn't expect because I thought the title having, because with the title having haunting in it, that there was going to be a ghostly presence. Still a good watch. Again, I got to watch that movie again. Um, those are the four movies out of them that I recommend is I care a lot for sure. Uh, but yeah, man, again, I got to check out a haunting in Venice because I feel like I would love that movie, man. I just went into it thinking it was going to be something else. You know, and that's it. Those are the four movies I watched. Eatmon, uh, Tom Cruise's The Mummy, I Care A Lot, and a Haunting in Venice. Haunting in Venice is fairly new. Um, so, um, and I Care A Lot came about, yeah, 2020. So the only new movie I really watched recently was A Haunting in Venice. But um, that's it. Those are the four movies, guys. Those are my reviews. That's uh, the chop sesh on that. We're drinking the wine. Sorte J, SSP, we're in the building. Our first ever video podcast episode. I'm hot. I'm hyped for this, man. You know, I can't wait. I can't wait for Battle of the Movies, man. We're going to be a little more relaxed. We're going to have some little more wine. And we're just going to have a good time, man. You know, I, it just feels good to finally have like a set and to be able to just record. We're going to be going live. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of uh, content creating now. Like, I feel like I needed to. Um, not not find love for podcasting again but get like a little let me let me rise up a little bit <laughs> you know a little bit more let me get a little little kick in the in the, in the tush and the gonads to uh start start getting back into it like fully like I, like i was before when i first started i was loving it um and i still love it now but we're, we're here now to just pretty much uh just talk <laughs> that's it hit record and talk and then you guys listen so um it's rap you know what i'm saying it's your boy sorte j here we're gonna push danielle into doing some video podcasts and if not we're gonna push into doing some voiceovers d don't be mad at me um make sure you guys like comment subscribe to this channel right now got 599 subscribers let me get a subscribe let me get a like each all right that's 599 likes you know what i'm saying if i can't get 599 make sure you guys subscribe comment below what you want to talk about comment what movies you recommend comment what movies you want us to review whatever you want us to watch follow us if you love movies man we're doing a movie thing follow us on tiktok facebook and instagram so i think south underscore podcast y'all be good Peace.